Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. Beautiful people, powerful people, I am talking to you, particularly if you don't feel powerful, if you don't feel beautiful, then I'm really talking to you, because we've all been there. We have all been there at one point or another, and that's pretty much the journey of being human, and uh, either way, just want to if nothing else, have this podcast be a little dose of inspiration, perhaps a invitation to bring some compassion, some loving kindness your own way, and uh, soften yourself, soften the judgments that I know are oh so easy to cast upon ourselves. And today is going to be a shorter solo episode. I really want to share some things that have been on my mind and in my heart as of late and uh, that I've really been struggling with at times, and that I imagine some of you are struggling with right now, or will be struggling with soon, or have struggled with in the past. And it's what I call, it's around what I call just being human, right? Just being human, getting away from the phones and the computers and the screens and the uh, nonstop business uh, obsession And going for a walk or cooking a meal with some loved ones or going to the farmer's market or just, you know, reading a book for the sole purpose of enjoying that book, enjoying that story. Um, Because it can be very, very hard, especially if you live in a fast-paced entrepreneurial tech expansion growth-oriented city like Toronto, which is where I'm at. Um, or New York, or LA, or all the, a lot of these big metropolis centers, you know, that is the ethos. It's all about growth. It's all about your worth as a utility. What are you uh, useful for? What can you offer the market? What can you offer the economy? And if you can't offer anything, then you're pretty much seen as useless. And they throw you away, um, call you a slacker, and uh, push you aside while the expansion consumption beast continues to roll along and devour the planet and devour human culture uh, and humans in the process. So not to paint a very, very bleak picture, but things can be challenging. And uh, it's important that we realize what it means to be human and what we need as humans, you know, social connection, nature connection, downtime, relaxation time, in order for us to really fully thrive and know who we are. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we do, I want to just bring your attention to something. And that is actually perfectly uh, related to this because it's an opportunity to come and connect in person at a half-day urban wellness and biohacking retreat here in Toronto that I'm blessed to be a part of. 
I'm going to be leading a session on breath work and empowerment. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And the event is called the Neo Retreat. Neo, N-E-O Retreat. You can find their stuff on Facebook. Um, I'll put a link to the Instagram and the event page on the post for this podcast and everything that I'm talking about here in this podcast will be at brianhardy.ca forward slash tribe podcast. brianhardy.ca forward slash tribe podcast. That's because I'm going to read an article that I wrote a couple years back, which feels very, very, very relevant to today. Um, It might need some updates, so forgive me if those haven't been taken into account, but rest assured there is a good message here. Um, And so you'll find tickets to that retreat, um, and also you can save 20 bucks. I don't know if there's still um, coupon codes available. They were on a limited number basis, but given that the retreat is coming up on this Saturday, March 8th at uh, the Mindset Brain Gym in Yorkville, um, you can save 20 bucks if you use the coupon code METIME, M-E-T-I-M-E, no space. And I will see you there. And it's going to be a fantastic day to connect, to unwind, to leave the phone at home, or at least on, you know, airplane mode in your bag, and uh, just dive into the experience, meet some awesome people, and give yourself an awesome self-care gift. So, Neo Retreat, happening this Saturday. Hopefully, we'll see you there, and uh, definitely looking forward to it. So, without further ado, I'm going to kick this off by reading this article, and this article is called Find Your Tribe, Honor Your Roots. Wrote this back in, or published this back in February of 2016, so it's been a few years. Um, But the message is very timely, and uh, you probably haven't seen it or read it, so let me read it for you. And this is also one more thing that I really think makes us human and is such a simple gift is reading aloud with the presence of friends or your lover or your child or whoever. Reading a book, reading an article aloud, it is a real gift. So find your tribe, honor your roots. And then after I read this, I'm going to just go into a few other resources, things I've been pondering, diving into, um, and things that I do to stay connected and to feel human, to maintain contact with my humanity because I think that's probably the most important thing you know it's not about building the business or the startup or um, going public as a company or making a million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever the external goal or external validation might be life is really not about that and if you make your life about that excuse me if you make your life about that I imagine you're going to have some pretty deep regrets when you uh transition out of here. So let's not let ha- let's not have that happen to us. So find your tribe, honor your roots. Humans are intensely social creatures. Our health and well-being depends largely on the quality and quantity of our social interactions. Iso- insulation, isolation, desperation. This progression has become almost typical for the many of us who live in large cities and sprawling urban environments. We insulate ourselves within our private apartments, condos, and houses. We then start to feel isolated as we become busier and busier and have less time to spend simply being with those we care most about. 
If not recognized and remedied, this pattern can lead to chronic states of depression and loneliness as we drift further away from the social connections that serve to nourish our entire being, and we find ourselves perpetually behind the screen, missing out on all of the intricate subtleties that come with a face-to-face, uninterrupted social interaction. These patterns are a strong contributor to the nearly epidemic levels of mental illness and depression that plague the modern world. And I should say that it is an epidemic now, if it wasn't back then. Teens and young adults seem to feel this most as they've grown up with smartphones, tablets, and online video games as part of regular life. Whereas when I was a kid, we still played outside. No one had a cell phone, and our video games brought us together in the same room because online gaming didn't exist. The rising rates of depression, mood, and social anxiety disorders demonstrate that clearly we are engaged in a way of life that doesn't align with our needs as humans. But there is hope within this seemingly desperate situation. Many of us are, or have already, woken up and we're bearing witness to this state of constant semi-sleep that we become stuck in, which serves to perpetuate the established way of doing things. Simply by becoming aware of the situation, it serves us to begin exploring solutions to some of these issues. As Einstein famously said, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. Part of this change of thinking is that we are rediscovering the concept of a tribe. We are recognizing the mismatch between our biological needs as animals and our city environments. None of us are well adapted to this modern life of artificial lights, hundreds of virtual friendships, quote-unquote friendships, and spending the majority of our lives inside, completely disconnected from our natural habitat, within which we are able to We were able to survive and thrive in a way that respected the earth and the creatures we share it with. This isn't to idealize our hunter-gatherer past, although there are a lot of idealistic qualities that we can interpret from some of the research that goes on. But there are many great benefits that we experience in modern life today. I think of electricity, smartphones, laptops, and high-powered blenders to name a few. Yes, it's true. During my five months living in the Amazon, back in 2011-2012, the only piece of technology I most often dreamt of having was a blender. Funny enough, when you're surrounded by tropical fruit and you don't have a blender, and you're a nutritionist at heart and a health whiz, um, it's a very interesting situation, and you fantasize about these things. We've become disconnected from our roots and from the things that truly nourish us on a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, namely real food, community-based parenting, exploring the natural world, and living a life aligned with natural cycles and rhythms. One key part of this is recognizing that all of life is connected. What I do to a field or a stream Whether it be polluting or preserving, I do to myself and those I love. Many of us were raised with the idea that we are separate from nature and that the quote-unquote environment is something out there that we venture out to for recreation when we're lucky enough to have time for it. 
find your tribe. Finding our tribes is what we're doing to overcome these issues, to build community and establish a network of trust and support. Our tribes are made up of those individuals who, similarly to us, have come to know in their minds and hearts that there is a better way to live. This way seeks to honor our needs, enhance our well-being, and does so by integrating, integrating the wisdom of the past with the tools of the present. It's the meeting point of indigenous traditions and modern technology and unites us within the global family called humanity. Think of the feeling you get when you meet someone new and discover that although, although your lives have a markedly different appearance, you have both struggled with similar challenges or share a passion for a particular topic or value. Time seems to slow down. Moments feel like hours. Emotions are shared and felt deeply. Excitement arises. Hope is renewed. Faith restored. You realize that you are not alone and never were even though it definitely seemed like it for a time. Before long, you feel like you've known this person for a whole lot longer than calendar time would indicate as you tune more deeply into the concept of synchronicity and flow. We become the healthiest and most fulfilled versions of ourselves when we're surrounded by the types of people who inspire us, care for us, challenge us, and with whom we share similar ideas and perceptions of the world and its mysterious nature. When we forge these bonds and recreate the tribe in modern life, we become more human. It is these relationships, shared interests, and deep feelings of love that really make life worth living. It has recently become far easier for us to go about finding our tribe. Whereas our parents and past generations had to rely solely on radio, TV, newspapers, and word of mouth to discover interesting events and gatherings, today we have the internet, which is host to an ever-growing network of socially oriented platforms such as meetup.com or Facebook, which serve to connect us to those around us through shared interests and passions. Facebook has become an indispensable tool for organizing events, be them retreats, yoga classes, camping trips, concerts, open mics, or potlucks all of which draw us together in real face-to-face -face interactions where we meet new friends, forge intimate relationships, and find a real sense of community. This community is central to allowing us to become part of something larger than ourselves, which then becomes a new entity that we serve within from a place of love and devotion in order to improve our lives and the lives of those around us. And I should change that. Facebook, I don't think it's an indispensable tool, but it's a very valuable tool, at least if you use it wisely um, as a business tool and a networking tool and an event tool. So Meetup is great, and I'm sure there are other options coming onto the market. Eventbrite is also quite fantastic and has become quite popular in the last few years. Um, so I just want to put that caveat in there. I'm not worshiping Facebook by any means, but uh, it's a useful tool. And so getting back to the article, and this is, you know, put it into context, this is 2016. So it has only been in the past 12 months that I've truly began, begun to integrate this in my life. When I leave a high vibe community gathering and I'm feeling on top of the world, I look around and witness the large proportion of folks who appear diseased, nervous, fearful, and cut off from the people and places around them. 
They sheepishly navigate from place to place with their gaze directed down and posture slumped forward, unempowered, defeated, just getting through another day. I've been in that position before so I can appreciate their struggle, all the while giving thanks for the gifts that the tribe has brought to my life. For me, it's been a mixture of health, nutrition, yoga, spirituality, music, authenticity, and outdoor fun, which serve as the practices and passions that connect me to those whom I feel the greatest resonance and harmony with. I should add small business and entrepreneurship in there as well, because that's been a huge part of my journey over the past few years. When we're together, it's electric. We laugh, play, share, dance, teach, and inspire each other to become the greatest versions of ourselves and to share our gifts with the world. We support each other through challenges. We exchange food, hugs, massage, energy healing, poetry, music, business ideas, and art, to name a few. A few of the non-monetary forms of exchange, I should add. We strive to practice compassion for ourselves and for the often neglected darkness that resides inside each of us. That part of ourselves we are scared to share for fear of judgment. We know that by witnessing and honoring our shadow side, we are able to become more whole and tap into a personal power and freedom as we learn to witness and lovingly discipline our inner demons. Pure presence and unconditional love allow us to feel seen, supported, and accepted for who we are, regardless of how imperfect or flawed we perceive ourselves to be. This compassionate witnessing of our inner exploration is the type of connection and support that allows us to integrate our wounds and transcend limitations. It's available to each of us if we just have the courage to be honest with ourselves and our tribe. It's no wonder that one of the harshest punishments humans ever de- have ever devised and enforced on those deemed socially unfit is that of solitary confinement total isolation and separation from that which sustains our well-being. Let's not continue to enforce that type of cruelty on ourselves by spending countless hours alone and in front of a screen. Instead, let us come together and share the things we're passionate about. Let's connect, grow, empower, share meals, plant gardens, and energize ourselves to bring our dreams into reality. These communities and opportunities to connect exist right here and now in your city. Your tribe is waiting for you. What you seek is also seeking you. Getting involved makes all the difference and helps us to become healthier, happier, reconnected humans. And that's something I think we can all agree is a worthwhile goal. The time is now to rebirth modern tribalism. Are you on board? And so as I said, I wrote that three years ago. It's still very true to this day. And the situation in some ways, it's both getting better and it's getting worse. Because, you know, social media and now Instagram, you know, when I wrote that three years ago, Instagram was not nearly the force um, and the uh, megalith that it is today. 
right? The whole selfie obsession, I don't think, had even taken place. And so these things are getting worse on one hand, getting more amplified on one hand. And on the other hand, there are more community offerings. There are more, you know, community-supported agricultural events. There are more farmers markets happening regularly, at least in cities that I'm around. Um, and so it's it's polarizing on both ends. And so you really got to choose which side do you support and why and get clear on that and then make it a priority. And, uh, you know, some of the things that I do for my own well-being are, you know, mentioned in the article, but I'm just going to reinforce them because they're very simple. They're usually free and they make all the difference. So the first one is taking walks, ideally walks in nature or walking through a community you like or through, you know, a nice little downtown seg- section of where you live. Maybe you have a favorite shop you want to pop into, um, but just taking walks, you know, and, and without a direct, you know, needing to be somewhere, but you can just stroll and explore and maybe ex- go down a path or take a street you've never gone down before. And small walks count, you know, five minutes here, 10 minutes here, 30 minutes here. It all adds up and it all does wonders for the brain and the body, especially if you're stuck or stressed or depressed to just get out, leave your device at home or put on a really, you know, empowering podcast or audiobook. Get your chest up, you know, walking with your shoulders down, your chest up and just go and walk and gaze upward. Don't look down at your feet. And uh, you'll transform your experience real fast. Another thing um, is going to farmer's markets. I love a good Saturday farmer's market or Sunday. Anytime, really, you can get yourself to a farmer's market. Not only are you going to get access to some of the freshest, most nutrient-dense food of your region that is more likely to be biologically suitable for you at that time, but you're going to be able to look people in the eye. You're going to be able to, t- to talk to them about their their productions, about their foods, about their products. Um, probably get to meet some other people that are into the same things, right? So it just takes some openness and going out there and not being afraid to talk to people. Um, because there's, you know, what's going to happen? Nothing bad's going to happen. You might have someone rude or someone, you know, dismiss you, but that's that's the worst of it, you know? Most people are open. Most people are friendly. And so walks farmers markets, regular physical activity, you know, again, if you can do it outside with friends, all the better. If you're doing it inside in a gym, that's fine. That's okay too. You know, smile at people, say hi to people, get to know the people around you. Uh, Do things in groups, right? Go to a class, go to a yoga class, go to a movement class, just have some fun. And uh, the last I would say is is going to events, right? Going to retreats and events similar to the Neo retreat coming up next Saturday. Going to um, one of my biggest ones I ever went to was a Rob Ross retreat. Um, now, sort of the newest rendition of that is International Tribe Design. And uh, that was a very connecting experience. And I'm still good friends with some of the people I met there you know, four years ago, more than four years ago. Um, And that was a big leap for me. That was, you know, really pretty much all the money I had and taking time off of work and driving a a day, pretty much 10 hours, driving 10 hours to get to this place where I could connect with people who were similarly there to learn, to have fun, to grow, to be ruthlessly honest and authentic. 
about who we were and what we were going through. And uh, yeah, it was a huge growth catalyst. Huge. Absolutely huge. And a few other resources that I might mention and things that have been big for me as well. Men's groups. Um, and if you're in Toronto and want to connect to some men's groups, just reach out to me because there's quite a few great groups that I'm a part of and connected to. And I'd be happy to plug you in or see what what might be a good fit. Because men's work, um, similar to community gatherings, has been a, such a key, key, key piece in my own journey, right? Just, I can't even tell you how beneficial it's been. And um, so yeah, if you're a man, you're looking for that sort of connection, hit me up. Um, other things would be resources now, I want to get into rather, resources you can look into. So um, the Team Human podcast by Douglas Rushkoff, I recently tuned myself into his stuff and it is right on the money he came out with a book last month or two months ago in january of 2019 and uh he's just laying it out real clear and i think doing a great service for humanity to bring our awareness to this problem because it is a problem it is something to be addressed so the team human podcast fantastic um the daniel eisenman podcast that's he's the sort of leader you know head head tribe designer of international tribe design he talks a lot about the need for tribe and the benefits of tribe and uh, just connecting as humans being real being authentic so that would be another resource um and you know meetup i would say meetup is also just such an easy tool to use it's free and pretty much anything that you are interested in you will find a meetup that is all dedicated to that thing. So it's a great place to meet people in real time, in real life, go shake hands, give hugs, and uh, have some eye contact and become more of a human yourself. Um, yeah, it's it's so, so important. And I'll also link to a podcast by my friend Ben Greenfield. He did a, an episode a while back about loneliness and the health, you know, the negative health effects of loneliness and it being as dangerous for our health as smoking cigarettes regularly. Um, so there's definitely science to back all this up. And there's definitely, you know, um, a lot of information out there. But most importantly, I don't want you to get bogged down in the information. I want you to go out, talk to people and uh, insert yourself into a community. Or if there is no sense of community around you, then you can be the starting pillar and you can start to build that in whatever way is, you know, comfortable and easy for you to get started with. Just start really small. Don't think it has to be some big thing. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start really small, have some fun and uh, keep it going because consistency is the way. So that's all I want to say for today. I hope this has been useful. If it has, go ahead and uh, give a review to the podcast, leave a rating in iTunes, subscribe in iTunes, and consider sharing this message with a friend, either through you know forwarding an email or tagging on social media or whatever it is that works for you. It would be so, so much appreciated. Helps to spread this message, helps to inspire more people, connect more people, and uh, yeah, really empower this movement of birthing a global tribe and transcending the challenges of the day. So that's all I want to say. I thank you so, so much for listening in. I'm going to rock us out with Rob Ricardo and Deep Connection, which is what this is truly all about, is feeling that sense of connection. And uh, I will catch you on the flip side, my friend. Take good care. Mm-hmm.
breath of the island easy as I drift in the deep blue sea. Head on now above the surface, taking in the beauty. What a sun is shining. This is all I need. I root down to the ocean bottom, but I can feel that heat at the core of Pachamama. Birthing all we see, creating land above with the fire underneath. But I've been looking for a deep connection, and here that's what I found. This island shares her lessons on sacred ground. Let go and open up, deep connections all around.
She will set you free.